know what? The musicians who made all that great music that's enhanced your lives throughout the years? Real fucking high on drugs. <laughs> Greetings, beautiful creatures on planet Earth. My name is Misha Sandoval. I will be your host for this podcast, Tone Depths. Welcome to the 15th episode and Happy New Year. Officially, 2021 is here. How are we feeling about it? I know a lot of people came in with New Year's resolutions, and if you have done that and are getting your year properly in order for you to start it, then hey, congrats, and I hope that all of your heart's desires come quickly enough to you and everything that you're mentally preparing yourself for, I hope you're strong enough for it. But to get into the episode, I wanted to introduce the room. I have only Diesel today, so at any point during the time I happen to bring him up, you will know exactly who I am referring to. And once again, a million welcomes to the 15th episode. Jeez, it almost seems like yesterday I was recording the first episode, which, fuck. But yeah... As far as I'm concerned with the year, I didn't do much of anything for New Year's. What I literally did was grab some takeout. I bought a bottle of whiskey, ate, drank, passed out, and right before midnight, I got woken up by the countdown and everyone wishing everyone a New Year. And then hearing a bunch of fireworks go off. So that's what I woke up to. So I didn't do much of anything. I don't really celebrate it. To me, it really bothers me with the fireworks. But hey, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer. But I saw this article about all these birds landing on the floor the next day or being on the floor the next day dead because of these fireworks. But whatever, you know what? I'm not raining on anyone's parade. I'm just saying uh, these fireworks are, one, a waste of fucking time and money, and two, it's just very harmful. But hey, 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 that's all good if that's your thing. But no, so... I'm taking a slow dive into this year, so. But yeah, so I've been on TikTok and I wasn't even going to talk about this. The only reason why I was prompt to talk about this was because before I actually ran into this TikTok video, I had a conversation maybe a week before about how churches are becoming in asking for donations for certain things but so i won't have to lead you up to that let me just let you hear for yourself so you know what i'm talking about okay so please hold while i find this call <laughs> not call but you know what i mean why have you said that you won't fly commercial you said that it's like getting into a tube with a bunch of demons why do you think no, that no no listen to me just saying not the people the main reason is because of the need if if i flew commercial i'd have to stop 65 percent of what i'm doing that's really the main. isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury how much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but... Isn't it the business of your donors? Listen, I paid 
<laughs> you kind of caught me off guard here, okay. Certainly. Well, if you'd like to come out here, I'd like to give you a chance to to catch your breath and, and have a conversation. We don't want to we don't want to catch you off guard. I love Inside Edition. You got to get this now. Hey, you okay, so you heard that, right? So there, if you're unfamiliarized with the voice, I don't want to give him any time, which I'm thinking that I should just add it because he's well-known and established in the industry, but he's also known as a millionaire preacher. So what you heard is him basically defending his lavish lifestyle right and how he is requesting a private jet to get to get to point a to point b now i personally heard the whole interview this was just a clip that i ran into on tiktok and how they were talking about this guy really goes above and beyond with having certain requests and how he defends again his lavish lifestyle and mind you all this money is coming from people donating at churches but and there's been so many also interviews about how the people that have attended his church they've been feeling played by him for many reasons but that's something that I'm not going to get into now it's just it's pointless but what I'm getting at is that it was shocking to me because I knew about this guy many many years ago when I came across him in the middle of the night running through channels and I was just like this fucking guy like really would throw his own coat to people's faces or just blow in their faces and they would automatically faint and whatever whether it's stage or not uh, I'm not harping on anyone's religion just let me get that clear but I do think it's a little ridiculous that they're starting to ask for certain donation and it comes down to these things for example and I keep saying for example I had a conversation, as I was saying last week, and we were talking about religion, and I was told that basically there's this church that now is asking for deeds to your house in order for you to make a donation. Well, if, if let me reword it. The, the pastor there was asking, or the preacher? I don't know. Um was asking for the deed to someone's house as a form of donation. They would like literally just ask you on the microphone like, hey, and if you want to donate the deed to your house, also feel welcome. How are you getting so much liberty to ask for someone's deed to the house? It just it makes no sense to me. But whatever, I, again, it's just bothering some to me that seeing preachers like this, that is also known as a millionaire preacher, gives everyone else i guess an example of what they could do with people and how much they can take advantage of that because to me that's just a little outrageous because this millionaire preacher can fill up a fucking room like they go and see him it's almost like a concert i'm not harping on that it just seems a little ridiculous and also how he's able to fly in a private jet because he is calling just people demons it's just ridiculous so that's his excuse and then in the actual interview that i almost want to add the clip of where he yells at the girl but uh does say to him hey but you did say that you didn't want to travel with a bunch of demons and he literally 
started pointing at her and almost got on his tippy toes of his car and started saying, hey, I didn't say that. And you don't ever say that to me again. So he got like, he totally flipped. And then from that, he started calling her baby. So it was such a, what the fuck is going on right now? First of all, what? What? I thought I needed to get into that because it was bothering me to see how much people, especially in these time and this this time around that everything went on with 2021. Oh, I'm sorry. That everything went on with 2020 it was such chaos and we all know of this because we've experienced it but somehow we're still finding ways in fucking over your neighbor and that to me is i think the most ridiculous part to everything because we live in such a greedy world that we don't know where to dig in our pockets anymore we just automatically dig our hands in people's pockets and we don't give a flying fuck about anything so all i'm saying is be mindful with your money know where it's going and if you're distributing it to something make sure it's a good cause I'm not saying that this may or may not be a good cause with the millionaire preacher but this fucking guy is ridiculous in my opinion and i've always thought that but let's move on from that before I get hot and then I really start saying shit I maybe later regret. So, so check out the movie. Hi, Papa. So check out the movie. Um, what was it called? Fuck. Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, basically what the plot is, it's a mentally unstable IRS auditor. Uh, played by Will Farrow, hears an author's voice in his head. And it's his life story. being and, he, and he's actually hearing it out loud. But he's hearing it by this author that is really known for her work and having basically all these books that are successful. So the movie is him figuring out who this author is or who this woman is that he keeps hearing because he's learned that he's going to die soon. But the author is having a writer's block and he's looking for this author to make her change the ending. So basically he hears these voices in his head afterwards describing verbatimly and everything that he does accurately and he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Am I going crazy? So he starts talking to people. And again, I'm not spoiling it for you. I'm literally just breaking down the description of what's already there. But check that movie out. It just, it leaves you thinking how people can live their lives in such routine and nothing else. Everything can literally pass. Life is passing you by in front of you and you won't even realize it because we're so concerned with doing our next thing that we already have planned for ourselves. So that's the whole thing about, that's the whole thing that I meant. Let's take a slow dive into this year you don't have to rush into anything don't pressure yourself with all these expectations you need to meet just go with the flow and then also serve me as a fucking reminder watching the movie on disney on disney plus is that what they call it it's called soul so 
if for whatever reason I'm not announcing, I'm announcing it well here, but you don't hear it. It's S O U L the movie Soul on Disney Plus, and basically what that film is, it's a middle school band teacher whose life isn't the way he expected. His true passion in life is jazz, and he lives for that. And um, after whatever happens to him, he discovers what the true meaning of a of what the true meaning of having a soul is, while he is actually helping someone else find their passion. So the movie was rated an eight point two out of a ten. It was ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Um, so anyways, yes, um, that movie was really deep and, and it goes to show you also an example of life of how quickly you get tunnel vision out of something and anything can possibly happen. And that's what I'm getting at. But yes, that movie was just unreal. It, it really has a lot of deep meaning to it. So if you have Disney Plus, don't sleep on it. Watch that film and see how you feel about it there's again so much deep rooted meaning into it it goes on talking about how souls are actually made almost and which that part is kind of like okay i don't know if i believe that but obviously but it's more about how we are as people and how we are with each other if we can be selfish we can be and we don't even notice it because we're so focused on getting where we need to get and being so fucking bummed and complaining every step of the way when we don't have what we think we should have. And the process of all of that is just living life and trusting the process, right? So, yeah. So if you have nothing better to do, check those two movies out. And I think for for songs, we'll get into the song set, man. Dun, dun, dun. Then we're going to edit that shit out. But it's going to be uh, Mary of Silence by Mozzie Star. And if you don't know who Mozzie Star is, what the fuck? But yeah, a lot of people, surprisingly enough, I've spoken to do not know who Mozzie Star is. I'll be like, hey, have you heard Mozzie Star? And everyone will be dumbfounded like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, okay. But so for those who do not know who Mozzie Star is, <clears throat> is is an American band formed in 1989. Founding member is David Brobeck. David asked his friend Hope Sandoval to join and became the group's vocalist when Kendra Smith left Opal's band. Opal is another band that basically was created before Mozzie Star. Kendra left the group, leaving David alone with it, and he asked Hope Sandoval to join in the group, and they started both. Hope Sandoval and David both started Mozzie Star. <clears throat> so Mozzie Star is best known for the song Fade Into You, which is the biggest song that they have. Um, also brought them some success in the mid-1990s and was the group's biggest mainst mainstream hit earning exposure on MTV and VH1. The genre is a neo-psychedelia if you're unaware what the genre is, is a diverse genre of psychedelic music that originated in the mid-1970s as an outgrowth of the British post-punk scene. So, yes, that's the genre 
I know a lot of people also consider her, uh, the group being a indie pop or indie dream, something like that. But I can't keep up sometimes with the indie genres because they have such hybrids sometimes that it's kind of hard to narrow it down. But yeah, that song is the shit. It's one of my personal favorites. Um, so Mozzie Star is no longer together. Hoop Sandoval branched off and did her own thing. So if you ever want to check out more of her stuff or the stuff with Mozzie Star, which Mozzie Star is most popular between Hoop Sandoval's solo uh, projects and Mozzie Star with the group. But either way, check out both because... In my opinion, it's well worth it. And if you want something mild to just chill and hang out with, especially this song, the one I recommended, which is Mary of Silence by Mozzie Star, it has the instrumentals almost like the doors. And they, she has a lot of flavor of the doors, like the instrumental version of it. But. Anyway, do check that band out, please. I insist on that one because it's one of my most personal favorites. But yes. The second song. See, I haven't forgot about you guys. It's going to be a long, a lot of songs this time around. So <laughs> the song is going to be Caution by the Chameleons. Chameleons. Jeez. If you haven't heard of this band, it, well, actually, if you've heard of this song before, this is a post-punk genre. So if you've heard of this band before, congrats. You have a rare taste in music, and it's very good at that. But if you haven't, don't worry, I'll put you on. So the Chameleons were an English post-punk post band formed in 1981. Mark Burgess was lead singer, bass player, and songwriter for the band. Mark started doing a sol solo things after the band split. One of the most underrated bands out there, though, in the post-punk scene. They are so underrated. Hardly anyone knows them. and But his shit is pretty good. Actually, Mark, um, when he branched off doing something on his own he actually came up with a song with prayers which is considered a uh, cholo goth uh, yeah i guess that's a thing now and he created the genre but he actually did a song with prayers it was all right and i think with kat von d also but anyway i don't really like the newer stuff but him and the band they were fucking great and also his performance is fucking amazing which I have to honestly upload a clip of probably the best song for me that he performed on Instagram. So check that out. Um, also, in honor of us not paying so much attention to time as I was mentioning before, it's, it's going to be by the same, The Chameleons. Time, the end of time. Jeez, check that song out too. That one's actually going to be in honor of me talking about how we should end time and not really give a fuck about it and do the moment, do the things and now. Um, 
I'm losing my train of thought here. Hold on. But yes, in honor of that, of us not focusing so much on time, that song by the Chameleons, Time, the End of Time. Check that one out. And damn, I have so many. Check out by the same band, Soul in Isolation. And I think the last one will be Thursday Child. Actually, Thursday's Child. But yeah, check those songs out. I'll make sure to add it on the description of the episode. So that way you can kind of keep in touch with what I'm recommending. Which also brings me to my next point. Moving forward, probably on the next episode. I don't want to jinx myself or anything. But I'll more than likely stop having um what is it the song recommendations on the end of the episode or towards some point at some point of the episode i want to start doing playlists on spotify so i will probably do that i'm not sure when and what time well i don't want to say what time right i'm talking about time here But I'm not sure exactly when and if I'm going through with it. But that's an idea that I have floating around my head. I just have to bring myself in doing it. But I have so many bands that I feel like I always want to talk about. And I don't want to ruin the whole thing by over-explaining bands. And it's just too much to do. So I figured why not just do a playlist. But I'll be working on a playlist hopefully soon. So, oh shit. Beware. Beware of that. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so yesterday I I worked. I'm finally back at work after my vacation, as I explained before, and I was ranting about. I was fucking gloating. That's what I was doing. Almost the two last episode, I was like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I don't know what to do with my time. And I actually didn't do much with my time, I, which I'll get into. But I finally got back to work. I did my whole jump roping. I wore my, what is it, three and a half inch platform creepers by tuk and i didn't have other shoes i thought i brought so i was like fuck it i'm just going to jump rope with these on and honestly i was able to manure it pretty well and quick shout out to tuk for creating creepers like this because not only do they have platform but they're actually comfortable also and if you're not familiarized with the fucking shoe please go check out TUK. They have so many lines of shoes now. They have their line has converted to being vegan, which is amazing because even Doc Martens is barely converting some of their shoes into vegan, um, being vegan made, but are vegan friendly. So yeah, but TUK has done a really good job about kind of jumping and getting with the program a little bit and being able to honor everyone out there that has certain preference. So shout out to TUK. But anyway, yeah, I did jump rope on them. They were so comfortable. My feet, to be honest with you, are not even hurting today. I thought they were going to hurt. I probably did that workout for a good 30 minutes. I feel my body so weighed down because this vacation, I did a lot of things around the apartment that I needed to get done. I didn't get around in traveling, which is a bummer, but with everything going on, like I said, I think it would have been 
just pointless to travel now. But I do want to make my way out to California soon. So I'm hoping that I can get around and doing that this year. Hopefully all goes well and in my favor. And hopefully this fucking pandemic blows over soon because... Everyone, I think, is anticipating for the moment that things go back to normal. And I think that we're we're all waiting for that to happen at some point in our lives. But I guess it's going to take time. And now with the fucking, uh, what is it? <laughs> the virus shot. Or no, what is it? They have a bunch of things now, supposedly, that will help you fight this virus. But whatever. Who the fuck knows anymore? Uh, but yeah, my workouts are going... are going somewhat okay. I am I'm definitely staying focused this year and doing what I have to do and, and just just doing it, okay? So I, I will probably not talk as much about my workout progress unless I start seeing muscle. I'm like, I'm going to fucking rave about that shit. So be prepared, fully be prepared because I'm going to be annoying the shit out of the episode with that. Because guess what? It's fucking massive work that takes time. Get but yeah, um, so what I did on my vacation, I took a really cheap uh, mental flight. I watched the film Mulan, which that one also was inspiring. I was like, <gasps> the whole time. I was more shocked than I needed to be, but that comes with everything that I guess I, I consumed. But yeah, the movie was also good. It's also on Disney+. Plus. But I, I guess that's all I did. I, I didn't do much of anything. I did go on jogs. I did read. I got around to washing my entire clothes, which now it's fucking dirty again. But hey, hey, that's part of fucking routines, right? You use shit. And that was it. I, I didn't get much things done besides getting things done around here. If that makes sense. But I think that's it. I, I've covered all the bases and I've filled you in with my fucking week for the most part. Actually, no, I have to talk about this. So yesterday, which was last night. No, last night. I was thinking if it was in the daytime that this happened or at nighttime. But I think it was at night. It was probably around 7, 8 o'clock at night. I took out Diesel because he kept complaining about wanting to go outside. And I'm waiting for him, like, on the top of my stairs. And whatever. Um, I see, like, my neighbor. But I'm, what I'm getting at is that they were saying goodbye. It was a family saying goodbye to the people they had visited that lives in these complex, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> so anyway, they're, they walk... And they're figuring out where they left their car. Clearly, they don't live there, so they're having a conversation like, "What way they should direct? Uh, what way they should start walking?" And where they left their cars. So there was this other guy that's not with them that was was attempting to get past them, right? So he must have left a good twenty feet space between them. And he stopped as they're stopped, right? And he's just not moving, looking at them the whole fucking time. So that family that I was talking about at first got a little nervous because they realized that he wasn't he wasn't 
he didn't want to be close to them, right? And um, yeah, this family got like nervous and they just started going any direction. And I was so fucking annoyed with this guy because I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you're out here without a mask. Like, what the fuck? How are you going to make people feel uncomfortable because they're figuring out where they left their shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't make sense to me how you're so fucking appalled that they're there. Like, they're figuring out where their car is. And mind you, none of them have masks to begin with. So if you're going to be acting like that, you should at least have a fucking mask if you don't want to be running into people. But hey, guess what? We all live in this fucking world, so we're bound to run into each other somehow, some way, right? Like, it makes no sense to me. Just get your shit together. And if you really don't want to cross paths with anyone... It's just a little ridiculous to me how people's approach are in making them understand that, hey, I just don't want to be near you. Like, and this guy like literally walked like so far, making a circle almost to like avoid them. And like so beyond obvious, almost rude obvious. And I, I again, right? Like it's none of my fucking business. And I really don't care what you do. If you need to do that to make yourself feel safe, then do it, right? Like, you're entitled to do that. But my thing is, you're not fucking wearing a mask, dude. So what do you expect? Like, if you feel insecure about, like, hey, I may get sick, I'm just feeling conscience with everything and I need to take my precautions, then I don't have an issue with doing that, right? Because you, you have your beliefs and your truth is only your truth, not mine. And I can't come and judge the guy for acting like that. But it's a little fucking ridiculous when you're acting like that and you don't have a mask on to back that shit up. It's just like do what you are what you need to do for you. But you can't make people feel like shit about this. And I can tell this family felt bad because they're like, oh my God, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get in the way, but I don't know where my car is. And I can hear them like talking about this and even apologizing to the guy and the guy is just ignoring them. And literally is doing everything possible to like avoid them. Almost getting like behind the bushes and shit. Like what the fuck? Such drama. But anyway, if you have that kind of act, bro, get your shit together is all I'm saying. But anyway, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Again, I have so much non what senseless shit to talk about. And it's a bunch of rants. And I appreciate you duking this out with me. So... Be well, be kind, but take no shit. Sending you all caffeine to your bloodstreams. I, uh, come contact me on fucking social media if you want, or don't. But I will have the description of everything that I talked about on the episode. So a quick recap. We talked about somewhat of my workout. We talked about my vacation. Uh, what else? What else did we get into? We got into the bands that I recommended the songs for. <laughs> we talked about um what is it the films that i was recommending which is again soul on disney and also fiction then wait what stranger than fiction we also talked about the million dollar preacher so thank you so much for hanging out as always i'm misha sandoval i am greatly appreciative of this moment i don't even I don't even know where I'm going on with this. But be well, be kind, be safe, but take no shit. Sending you all caffeine to your bloodstreams. Mm, bye.
Oh. Oh.